0: Hi, just to let you know um, that I was sitting in my car at the time of recording this episode and at that time it was raining a lot so you can hear a bit of a storm in the background so the quality's been a bit compromised but I still want to um, upload this episode because I feel like you'll get a lot of tips and value from it Um, but yeah just bear with me, I'm still learning as I go along. Um, Yeah, so I really hope you do enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Girls Talking Mindset, a podcast that will help you to become the best version of yourself by transforming your mindset. I'm your host Kavita, best known as 5am Girl, and I'll be talking to you about lifestyle, personal development and being a female in today's society. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey everyone. Welcome back to episode 5, I think it is, of Girl's Talking Mindset. So before I start, I wanted to, wanted to just say that I think a good routine for me is to put out an episode every Wednesday. I think that would work well with um my crazy schedule. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled for a new episode every Wednesday. So that's what I'm aiming for now. So I think at the moment I'll just, I've been doing one every week, but I haven't actually got a specific day. So just to let you know that it will be every single Wednesday without fail. So yeah, um, let's get started with the episode then. Um, so today, I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome. And I think that's something that we all experience or we've had and we still have it and it's something that I definitely still um, suffer from from time to time. It's not as consuming now but it's definitely something that's a like a big issue and it can really um, cripple you at job that you do. So I definitely feel like it's an important topic to discuss. So I'll be talking a bit about my own experiences with it and how I'm dealing with it at the moment and any tips that I can give you Um, To help you out as well. So, what exactly is imposter syndrome? So, imposter syndrome is a feeling of being inadequate and having a lot of self doubt around whatever it is that you're doing. It could be a career path, it could be even just being a mom that knows stuff like that. So, it's despite any proof of success or any evidence that you're doing well, you're still doubting yourself, you still feel like a fraud, basically. So the feelings around this and things that I felt when I've had strong um when I've had a strong bout of imposter syndrome is not feeling like I'm doing well in my day job not feeling like I'm doing it to the best that I can because I feel like a fraud and I don't deserve any of the accomplishments that I've got because I feel like why should I have them when I don't really when I'm not really good at what I'm doing and some days I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing and I just feel like I'm gonna get found out by someone, like someone's gonna point at me and say she's a fraud she doesn't know she doesn't know what she's doing. So that's how I feel when I'm consumed by imposter syndrome. And it can be a day to day feeling, like I used to feel this every single day at work. It just wasn't good. Um but if you feel any of these things, you're not strange or weird for having it. I mean, I used to think I definitely was strange for feeling this way, but everyone experiences it so it's just well not just imposter syndrome but it's imposter syndrome that you're experiencing. So my own experiences with imposter syndrome really goes back to when I started university so this was when I decided to get into a very male-dominated industry which is IT and tech. Um, yeah so it's more Advertised or say towards boys and males, and not so much towards females. And the reason why I got into it was because I did find computer science interesting. Like, I had a few friends that was doing it, and it just, and I'm quite like good at problem solving and stuff like that, and like creating things from scratch. So I thought that is well suited to me. But also, bear in mind, I was quite young, so I had no idea what I wanted to do. So it was just a career path that at that time I was interested in um so yeah I went to uni they have like you know it's been so long ago but I think she was like a career lady or something but you get to talk to her about what you want to do and she'd advise you so I said I wanted to do computing um for business at uni and she kind of tried to put me off she was like oh it's very male dominated are you sure you want to do it and I kind of just thought I'm definitely going to do it it's a challenge and I don't really care if it's male dominated I'm still going to do it because I can do this so yeah despite her telling me like you know warning me I, st- I still went ahead to do that um but yeah I'm, when I did start that course as lo and behold it was totally male dominated with a few girls but it wasn't a problem but you do when I say it's not a problem actually i did feel like because i was like one of the only few girls there you start to feel like you're inadequate because if you don't see yourself in that in that like the student body you don't feel as confident so i do feel like that was hindering my confidence a bit also that kind of tied into how I saw my ability. So I didn't think I would be technical. So that it's computer for business. So you get like a technical side and a more businessy side. And I thought I will I will prosper more in the businessy side and probably pick a pick a career in that. Um because the technical side will probably be out of my depths because it is like more tied to that stereotype of being quite nerdy and you know being a male and doing that. So I kind of um got wrapped up in that um, definition so I already decided for myself that the technical side wasn't for me but actually I got to my final year I had to do a project and you have to pick the project from a list and I picked a more businessy project and unfortunately all those projects were taken by other students I had no choice but to do the technical one And when I actually did it, first I panicked, don't get me wrong. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to even do this? Like, this is too difficult. But when I started doing it, I actually enjoyed it for one. And I realised that I am actually good at the technical side. Like, I was my own worst enemy. I was holding myself back. But really, when I had no choice but to do it, it turns out that I was actually really good at it. And I I did really well. I got a good grade and the university actually still using the software that I built, which is amazing. And it turns out as well, so I was stuck on a few bits. So I tried to get some advice from other students there who are more technical than me and they couldn't really figure it out themselves. And I ended up figuring it out. So it just goes to show that sometimes you put your own restrictions on yourself. Even in my job, so after I graduated, um, most of the jobs that I've had and the current one that I have, there are barely any females on the team. So there'd be like about two or three on a team of, I don't know, 60. So that can be quite intimidating because you feel like you're the only woman there. And it's not so much that it holds me back. It's because, like I said before, when you don't see yourself, in your environment and people don't look like you will sound like you it just naturally your confidence kind of like it wavers a bit and plus it's some of them not all of them I've had a few people that look at you in a certain way and think oh she can't be that technical so it's that kind of thing and I kind of let it get to me and I feel like maybe people were waiting for me to trip up and I just felt quite stupid sometimes because My degree wasn't fully technical either. I had to learn that along the way. So I didn't have the same sort of understanding as a lot of them. And it can just make you feel quite inadequate at times. Also, people assumed I wasn't smart enough. Because I like to be quite glam when I dress up. So like when I go to work, I even, I'll do my hair. and I'll I'll do my makeup because I just like to do that. And a lot of the girls that are in tech don't do that so I just felt like it made me stand out a lot more and that people just like looked at me and thought yeah she you know she can't be that good at what she does it's just a natural thing because like, in that field there's not many people that are like me in that field and at that time I just it really got me down and even con- like considered like just coming to work and not being so glam and I did that for a bit and then I completely stopped afterwards I thought no I'm not going to change the way I look or who I am just to fit into that environment. Like, it's just completely ridiculous. So I just thought, no, I'm going to embrace my own differences and be authentic and try and use it to my strength. But I think at that time, it just did make me feel just really inadequate. And also because I come from a... wouldn't say working class but from like a background that's quite like it was a lot more poorer than other people um I'm really grateful for where I've come from but like just to give you a bit of a context I'm not from like a well-off well-off family and even the area I grew up in it wasn't very like it wasn't well-off it's just you know um how to put it more like um not so middle class if that makes sense so when i did end up going into work and getting a job because i did graduate from university i, I you know i worked very hard to get a good job the people within that field most of them are quite like well-off middle class came from a middle class background and the topics they spoke about and the way they spoke was completely different to the background that i've come from and it just made me feel like i couldn't participate in a lot of conversations. I just felt very like i just felt so out of my depth it it t- It's taken me quite a few years to feel comfortable and and you have to meet people from different walks of life like it just happens so you have to like feel confident enough you know, to talk to them even though they don't fit the background that you came from so it took me a while to kind of get used to that and think to myself no i 'm not stupid i'm not you know just because I have a bit of a Birmingham accent and I come from a different background it doesn't make me silly it just makes me different and that's completely fine. Another thing that really contributed to my imposter syndrome was the fact that I got promoted to like a lead role position and at that time it was like I was quite young to do it but they saw something in me and wanted to really give me that role so I did feel like whoa I'm not ready for it but I I do like to take on a challenge so I didn't turn them down I said I'd do it but because I wasn't quite there yet in terms of knowledge and I was learning along the the way I just it really increased my anxiety and imposter syndrome I think it just really made me feel trapped and I just felt completely miserable because I felt like people were relying on me and relying on me to know all the answers but I just didn't I really didn't at all and I just let that get to me so much even though they did say that we understand that you're not there yet but in my head I felt like no I have to do well I have to be perfect I have to know everything and it just made me feel awful so yeah I just felt I felt like I was out of my depth to be honest and I just got really miserable I had really bad anxiety but during that period I started to read it more in mindset and actually came across a a tech community on Twitter. And from reading tweets from people within my industry, there are a few people that actually spoke about imposter syndrome. And I didn't even know it was a thing until I read it. And it made me feel so much better because I wasn't the only one. Who felt this way? There are other people who are very experienced that have been in the field for a long, long time. and They also f- have these feelings of imposter syndrome, and there's a an natural term as well. So I'm not actually crazy. Like at that time, I just thought, you know what? I'm just rubbish. Like, although I, like, I need to give up this career, but no, it made me feel so much better to know that other people in my field experience it too. And I also spoke to a few of my trusted colleagues and they said that they also felt the same so it it, i didn't feel alone anymore if that made sense and i got really interested in the topic of mindset as well because during that time i was suffering from bad anxiety and depression on top of the imposter syndrome and i'll talk about that more in another episode but around that time because i didn't want to feel like that anymore I did started to read more around mindset and I came across this amazing book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, On reading that, it really just shifted the way I thought about myself and the way I feel about myself at work. So I'll just, I'll give you a really condensed down um, version of what she speaks about in her book. So basically she talks about two types of mindsets one's a fixed mindset and one is the growth mindset so a fixed mindset so this was me back then I can see myself in this so basically I would think that my intelligence is intelligence sorry it's fixed so you have your intelligence and that's that you also would rather give up and not try new things and that failure is not an option like I was just so scared of failing and if I didn't get something I'd just give up it's also about sticking to what you know so that was a thing for me like even though I did challenge myself to do the new roles I was really afraid to actually do that I mean I did do it so that's great but having a fixed mindset basically does not allow you to try new things you just stick to what you know also taking criticism we take that personally so I think criticism can be good for you but at that time if anyone would say something to criticize me deep down I'd let it hurt me I'd just be upset for days and days and with a fixed mindset you think you're either good at it or you're not so I thought okay I'm rubbish at it so that's that and then I'll just be miserable. So that's the fixed mindset. The growth mindset. So that's the mindset that practice makes perfect. So yeah, you don't know it now. But that's completely fine. Because if you keep practicing, and if you keep learning, and if you keep researching, you will get there one day. And it's the mindset that you can learn anything. So yeah, like I said, you you can research, you can you can actually increase your knowledge, and your intelligence. Also failure. So growth mindset people see failure as a chance to learn and a chance to grow. They love to take on new challenges because even if they do fail, you still learn something and you can grow from there. And they also like to try new things and they see feedback, any type of feedback, like um, criticism and stuff like that, as constructive. So this kind of like a view of different mindsets are so useful I mean when I read that my mind was literally blown I was like whoa like you don't like a fixed mindset isn't the only type of mindset that you can have like and that's not set in stone there are other ways you can think that you know you can learn new things and you can increase your confidence by just being willing to not give up get help that you need and Increase your knowledge and things can be taught you can learn things by just practicing and things can get perfected over over time and not to strive for perfection so that was a massive thing for me so after reading about it and don't get me wrong the shift didn't happen overnight but just knowing about the growth mindset I started to just like think in that way and just realize that no I don't like if something happens at work and I don't know how to do a task that they've given me, it's okay to say, look, to admit that you know, I don't know how to do it, but I'd like some help. And also I'll go out of my own way to find the answer to it and to learn how to do it. And seriously, that's done me wonders. Like having knowing that you have that freedom there, like you're not trapped in this jail where you're you're alone. It just made me feel like so much better and slowly over time, I've just become more confident in my abilities because of the growth mindset. So a few active things that I did. So when I catch myself being in a fixed mindset, I try and like sit down, reflect and write down what all my worries are, then try and replace it with something towards the growth mindset. So, again, with that example, if, I, if I've got something that I don't know how to do, I write down my worries. But then I write down, you can figure it out. Like, you can find out how to do it. We have an unlimited amount of resources nowadays. And you can just ask someone for help. Also, affirmations are such a big thing for me. So, when I wake up in the morning, I like to just say a few powerful affirmations to myself. So, things like, I am confident. I am enough stuff like that and over time it has really helped me because instead of talking to myself in a negative way saying oh you're stupid blah 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 your brain just absorbs that and you start to actually be that if that makes sense but if you say some powerful affirmations and you talk to yourself in an in a more positive way your brain will start to believe that and you will start to become that so definitely always be kind to yourself Um, I usually do it in the mornings, but you can do it whenever you want to, and you can write them down instead of just talking about it, but I just like to actually say them out loud. Um, also, like, I just, I stopped caring about being silly. I think that was a big thing for me. Like, I think if I said something in a meeting and it was wrong, that I'd look stupid, but actually by not saying anything, You're kind of making yourself look silly then. But I'm not afraid to look silly now. So I'll just say it if it's wrong, it's wrong. But then I learned from it. So now I know that that's incorrect. But that's completely fine. And yeah, it's, you know, and even if you do look a bit silly, so what? I've learned something. So it's fine. Also, another thing that I've kind of learned is to get a mentor. So at work, I had a mentor and I'm trying to find another one now. But just having someone there who's maybe a bit more experienced than you to share your feelings with about imposter syndrome and someone that kind of understands that. And if you need like, so if you want to like progress in a field, you're not there yet and you'd like someone to give you advice and guide you along the way. Having a mentor is amazing. So you can go to them if you're unsure about things and you just you learn stuff from them. So that would help to ease your imposter syndrome a bit more. Also, letting go of perfectionism. So, like, I used to not start something for the fear of it not being perfect and for the fear of me not being ready. And like, I'll just, I'll just be scared I will flop. But I've learned to just like put your work out there. Doesn't matter if it's not perfect; it will just perfect itself along the way. And I'm telling you, I've come leaps and bounds. Like, I've made so much progress by just doing that by not letting perfection hold me back, also take baby steps, so you don't have to overwhelm yourself, like when you're trying something new, just take one small step forward, and after that, it just snowballs, like you just, like I said, just starting, just putting one step forward can get you really far, um, another thing that helps me with my imposter syndrome is just to be honest about not knowing, so like what I said before, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. So if someone asks me something, uh, I'll just say, I don't know, but I will find out for you. Instead of just like sitting there and trying to ramble on and on and not getting anywhere, I think honesty really is the best policy. Just say, I don't know, I'll go and find out for you. And that's completely fine. I think before you put so much pressure on myself for knowing, having all the answers. And even with 5am girl, I have like a lot of girls messaging me and if I don't know something I'll say look you know what I don't know about this particular topic but I can like find out for you some things that I'll read up on things for you and also I'm honest about my own journey like I'm not perfect with my mindset like I experience a lot I still experience imposter syndrome but I can manage it a lot better by doing these tasks here and it's not as all-consuming as it used to be and also comparison. So, like, we all do it. And I've actually got a podcast episode about comparison. So, have a listen to that if you're interested. Um, But trying to, con- like, compare myself to other people on my team or just other people in general just made me feel so bad about myself. It in- It increased my anxiety. It made me feel rubbish about my skills. And really, there is no comparison like we all come from different backgrounds we've all had different journeys so we shouldn't compare at all and so learning to just not compare myself to other people has helped me a lot I mean don't get me wrong there are times when I still do but I try not to do it so much and when I do catch myself doing it I stop myself and remind myself that you know we're all different so there is absolutely no reason to compare um but yeah I think those are some useful tips there that have really helped me, so it's just about, it's all about being proactive with it and doing some reading and research and I think reading that book Mindset by Carol Dweck will really help you, so I gave you a bit of a like high level snapshot of that, but when you actually read the book, I'm telling you it's a powerful piece of like literature, it's it's really helped me in my journey and like I said before, I mean I'm not cured, but it has just become manageable. And sometimes I do fall like from time to time, but it's all about getting back up and just trying again. And that that's what it's about. And I think that's helped me a lot in my journey. Like I've had some good days, I've had some bad days, but my bad days, have become less frequent, which is amazing. I think before, before I even knew what imposter syndrome was, I was just, oh, I can't even begin to describe how bad my anxiety and imposter syndrome was like it, and it was start starting to show as well at work but now I'm so much more confident in my abilities I've really come a long way and that's thanks to like doing these like mindset techniques and work it's really done me wonders and you know what one day like I just said it won't be so tough and you look back and feel proud of how far you've come like you know that day will come so if you still are in that kind of deep dark hole like, just know that it will get better and just to keep improving on yourself and on your mindset and you will start to see the light. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you've taken tons of value from this episode. I hope you have a fab week and remember that you've totally got this. Bye!